Holding in Shul Tarek Chof, Pazvan Dadet. So David had said after he understood what the test was going to be, Hashul felt about him even when he wasn't under the influence of the Ruach Ruach. And then what they were going to do is that David was expected to eat at Shul's table on Rosh Chodesh. And if he wasn't going to be there, so the question was how Shul was going to react to that. So he said, David hides in the field. So the king sets up the royal table. Uh, it seems that it was the minig of the kings to make a surah from Shkodesh, and that's a khir on everybody. To make a special surah from Shkodesh is a discussion in the poiskim. But either way around, the king was used to doing that. Uh, just like we find that there was in the time later on of the basin, whenever they were Ma'abar Shkodesh, Whenever they used to make an extra month of Rosh Chodesh, uh, an extra day for the month. Sorry? They used to make an extra Chodesh also. There was a special surah that they used to make, Surah Rosh Chodesh. So, being as it uh, could be that Shal, in his the Melech, was also in charge of the Ibrah Chodesh, in charge of deciding on the direction of the Hedrah to decide when the new month would be, and then the Melech was to make a surah to, to proclaim that they made a second month. So, Shal sits. But it wasn't, was it on Rosh Chodesh that they proclaimed it, or...? Well, right. when they saw the witnesses and they said, today is Rosh Chodesh, <coughs> because now they had the evidence that that's in the moon. The Rosh referred to the Suda's Kedoshes, that was something else. The Suda's Kedoshes they used to make for the Adim, so they wouldn't, on Shabbos, so they used to come on Shabbos, they wouldn't feel bad that they came for nothing. Besides that, the Gemara talks about there was a way to, one of the ways that he showed that there was an elite month, was making a Suda, that they used to have kidneys, whatever it was, uh, that they used to eat. Right, if he was a Mishad, if he was a Mishad, if he was a Surah Shoshchodesh, there wouldn't be a reason, oh, because the Surah is Mitzvah, so. It also said that he used to have it in the, you can have it in the Makkah, which would be a place, the Snesses, and it wasn't a problem, because it wasn't called Shikros, so they didn't use to have it. Like I said, so that Ere Lechem Lechel, and as Dazen Farshim explained, that was the reason for the Surah. So what happened? Vayeshev HaMelech Al-Mishavay Kepan B'Kaham Al-Mishav Akir the king sits in his place at the head of the table, the, the seat by the wall, which is obviously the top of the table. Now what happened? So it was meant to be was the Yonason as as the, the son, as all the son of Shal, would sit on the one side of Shal. And David, as Shal's son-in-law, would sit on the other side of Shal. And uh, being as is a din, that uh, a din is that the son not, as a special father, he's not meant to, used to, they used to lean. So he shouldn't be leaning right next to his father. So the way it was, the shawl was in the middle. David would be on his right, and then would be on his left. Uh, but now that David wasn't there, so then Yonason uh, goes to the side where David would have been. So Yonason, not to sit next to shawl, so he moves to the other side. And then the next place down was where Abner, who was the general, would sit. So Avner was, uh, so, Avner so then sat in the place where Yonason had been before, and now there was a place empty. So it was, it was uh, the place of David was left empty, it was clear that he wasn't there. Um, okay, so, below Dibber Shalom Umar Bayamahu, Shalom doesn't comment on it, he obviously notices, but nevertheless, uh, he didn't, Shalom doesn't comment on it. Why? Ki Omar, he says, Mikrahu. Maybe something happened to him, and the result of that, filthy Tarhu, he wasn't Tar. And being as the Minak was 
to eat everything with Tyra. A person had become Tomei, for whatever reason he became Tomei, whatever it's through Tashin Asherah, or Balkari, whatever the case might have been, so he wasn't able to eat anything which was eaten with Tyra until the end of the day. They didn't have full yam, and therefore, even if something happened to him, so he would be Tomei for the rest of the day. And therefore, Shal assumed maybe that was the reason why he hadn't come to the meal, so he didn't comment about it. But what's very indicative is the, lang- the lengthy language he says. It would have been enough to say, kill Amar Mikri, who built it uh, He was not tired, and so he couldn't, that's why, if something happened, he couldn't come to the king's meal. He adds another time, built it Kiloi Uh It's not tired because he's not tired. What was the double Lashon Kiloi So the Mufashim explains one of two ways, but both of the ways they explained it was basically showing uh, the way Shaul thinks about it. And uh, the nature of a person, of when you think of someone as a bad person, so or you, you think of them as an enemy, so you naturally uh, ascribe every bad quality, or everything bad about them, because you think, of course, it's such a person, you'll be doing other things well as well. So it wasn't enough for Shaul to think about David that like, something happened to him, he's not tired, I said, no, because he lay tar. He's not a tar person. So it, doesn't, it makes sense that he'll become Tommy. Either he's not a tar person because he's not in his mind, he's, he's, he doesn't keep tar, or just time in the way he acts. And therefore, uh, the, the, the extra line is to say that it was Shaul's uh, a way of seeing things, his perspective, and that is that David's not tar because he, he isn't tar. And that was, that was again, saying Shaul's negativity towards David here, that he automatically ascribes a, a reason to what he's doing that because he's not tired, because he it makes sense that this would happen to him. <coughs> but it seems his hatred is so intense. So that doesn't prove anything yet, because Shaul hadn't made a comment about or asked where David was. The next day, which was the second day of Rosh Chodesh, and once again, David's place was empty again. And now this already, Shal didn't have a good reason to explain that David hadn't come the second time either. So I am Shal and Yonason Benai. So Shal says to his son Yonason, Why didn't David, he called him Benishai, come to the meal but yesterday and today? Which means yesterday Shal had thought he had a reason, but if David wasn't there yesterday or today, so maybe the reason he thought of yesterday also wasn't right. So he asks, uh, he asks, so, why didn't he come? So Yonison answers him and he says, Nishal, Nishal, David, David asked permission for me to go back to Bezlechem. And he said, Please let me go. Our family is making a sacrifice in the city. And my brother told me to come. If I find favor in your eyes, in Molten of Erez, let me go and see my brothers. And that's why I didn't come to the king's table. So this was the agreed sign that Yonis and David said that they were going to make to see how Shal was going to react. And what's interesting is there are, there are a few extra points which uh, Yonis adds, uh, adds to the story. The first one is he says, that David asked me permission. Nishal David, Nishal Nishal. David asked me for permission to go. Uh, now, that was already calculated to make Shal angry. Why? Because one, David asked Shal for permission. If, if Shal's the king and Shal's wants to decide, so why is David asking Edison, not him? It's a uh, If you have a 
a boss, they come and says, Where's my secretary today? So one other worker says, Ah, oh, she asked me if she could take a day off, and I never take it. We told you to decide, I'm the boss. Well, you make, you make it this, you can make a kind of decision. So it's the same thing over here. Bath and Shaw was the king. And if wants to do something, it's not Shaw. So this idea of, let me ask Yonison, and Yonison's going to let me go, that was Kilo already something which was lucky to make Shaw angry. Would it make him angry at Yonison? Make him angry at both of them. Firstly, David, why did you ask me? Why did you ask him? And then also angry at It's not up to you. Why do you decide? <coughs> Why, why ask Yonatan about that? Sorry? Why ask Yonatan? He knew that Yonatan was David's friend. So he knew, he knew Yonatan was not where he was. And Yonatan just made things worse. Kilo. He decided the thing by saying, yes, David asked me permission. Because how does that sound to Shal? Remember, see things from Shal's perspective. Shal thinks that David's trying to take the kingship away from me. If that's the case, anything that you think David is doing to undermine him, to take away Kilo, his authority, so what, you go to Yonis and come to me, what, you don't think I'm in charge? So of course that's going to make Shaul angry. That's, a, that's, the, that's the one explanation. Yonis said, yeah, David asked me permission. But the Mephoshim, Chaimassan and give another explanation also. And they say that Yonis, we know, was not just the king's son, he was also the Abbasid. And they explained the question, that David didn't say, can I have permission? David came to ask a shayla. Nishal, Nishal, he came to ask me a halakha shayla. And Allah Shahada was, on the one hand, I have Kibbutah, the father's going to come home. On the other hand, there's a king. And the king was, uh, I, should, I meant to stay by the king. What should I do? And therefore, Yonis wasn't saying he asked me for advice. He's asking me as, a, as the Av based for a psak. What, what am I meant to do? Well, if that's the case, so then how could Yonis let him go? Is it then, uh, you know, that if you're talking about who gets more covered, so the king gets the ultimate covered. It's, it's at the highest level, you can't be working. So why would Yonison have told him, yes, go to Bezlechem, to Mechabed your father, and not stay by the king, to Mechabed the king? Well, well, well if, you, if it was coming in the framework of a context of a shayla, what's him what to do? So what would be the, what would be the reason that Yonison gave, that why it would be more of a covet for David to go than to stay? So you can't say that Yonison would say, yes, Halachik, you meant to Mechabed your father more than the king, that's for sure not the Halachik, covet of the king comes first. So you have to say something else. And you have to say that what Yonison told him was basically that, uh, and that's what he, he elaborates on in the next passage, and that is, uh, my father specifically wanted me to come. He said, he said, they came to ask me and said, uh, please come and join us for our family thing. So it was a, it was a specific case where my father asked me to come, it would be a big problem for him. And uh, the king is not so interested, it doesn't make a difference from there or not. So it won't be seen as a lack of poverty from there. And then it's also, in the way, setting up the stage for Shaul to say what he, what he really wanted. In other words, he said, no, what are you talking about? Of course I want to do it here. Well, exactly the opposite. He said, you're right, I don't want it. In other words, if the, if the rationale would have been that David go, because the king doesn't really want you, and your father really does. So it's not a lack of code for the king if you go, and it's a, and it's a bit, but it would be a code for your father. So then that's, again, putting the ball in Shaul's court to say, I don't think you really want to do it here. And therefore that's going to make him respond. Either way around, that, that, that was the plan. Yonison was going to set it up in such a way where Shaul would feel compelled to respond to him. Uh, now, that's one point. Z- uh, so, had that Shaul respond? Had that Shaul respond? But Yichar Ashaul Yonison. So Shaul gets angry with Yonison. And on both, on, on both shots, you understand why. If it's the first shot, Yonison said, yes, David asked my permission. So then Shaul will get angry with Yonison. Who told you to give permission? 
since when are you the boss? Uh, why, why, why didn't you come to me? And if it's the second psak, the Janison said, I gave him a psak. I told him that it wasn't important you should be here, and it was important you should be there, so it didn't make a difference to you. So either way around, Shol gets angry with Janison, and he says to him, Literally, the words uh, mean the son of somebody whose nervous is not an oven, someone who sinned again as, as, a, as a rebel. So basically, you're a son who's a sinner who's a rebel. In other words, you're not faithful to your father. That's the simple shot of the Pasuk. And that uh, it was an insult to Yonis and that you aren't faithful to me as a king, either because you make decisions on my behalf or because. And he says himself, because you would prefer to choose uh, David ben Yishai over me, which is it's an embarrassment to you and it's an embarrassment to your mother. What he meant by that, we'll see in a second. But the first, so Shaul's response was that he had a time on Yenison. Yenison, how dare you uh, do things like that? And only that, I see you as being trying more to help David than to be faithful to me. And that's why they called him son is a rebel. That's a uh, that's a simple prat. Now there are a number of other prat from Chazal here as well, uh, which also he meant to the end of the pasuk. He said it's an embarrassment to you and an embarrassment to your mother. Why would you think it's an embarrassment uh, to his mother? What does Shaul's wife, what does his mother got to do with it? So the others explain that uh, it didn't make sense to Shaul that Yonason would. Uh, would, wouldn't follow after his father. If Shaul felt a certain way, Yonason is a son, and also as the next in line for the king, Shaul felt the same. And then that's the case, why would Yonason want to support David more than him? So he said, what people are going to think about this is that you're not really my son, and that's why you aren't loyal to your father. Well, that's an embarrassment to your mother, because uh, it, it makes people suspect that something went wrong. Mm-hmm. And if that's okay, as we said, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassment for you that people are going to look at you as being a disloyal son. They're going to start thinking about your yichus and they're going to have kindness in your mother also. So that, that, it's a matter that embarrasses her too. That's, uh, that's the one chat. The other chat, which is a very interesting chat, and that is we know what is the story of Shaul's life. Shaul's well, how, did, how did Shal get married? So we learned this Chazal at the end of Shaftim. Let's go over it again. Chazal said that Shal was one of the survivors of Shevet Binyamin. We know at the time of the Pinegesh Vagiva, so there were only 600 men of Shevet Binyamin left, and it seems that one of them was Shal, at least according to the Midrash. And there weren't enough ladies for them to marry. And like we saw that, uh, so in the end, what the Christ Shal told Shevet Binyamin is when you go to the Shila and when the girls are dancing, go and grab a girl for yourself. Later, we didn't give you a girl in marriage. You took her for your own, and no one's going to, no one's going to stop you, and then you'll have ladies to marry, and we can rebuild the tribe. So it's brought there that Shell, as you saw previously, the personality was on love. He was very humble. He was very shy also, and remember he, he didn't. Uh, whereas all his associate brother, brothers and cousins, whoever be from Benjamin went and found themselves a wife to marry, Shaul was too reluctant to do that. And therefore Chazal said that rather than him finding a wife, one of the girls came to find him. And uh, so rather than him finding her, she found him. And that's how Shaul got married. And now, what would the result of that be? So why, 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 why does he bring it up now? So, 
the Gemara talks about certain attributes that parents have that can cause uh, their children to be uh, to be murdered. It's a Gemara in the Dharm, then the second paragraph. And the Gemara says, that if the parents are one of the nine different, uh, so to speak, problems, so then it's going to cause the children to be murdered. It's going to have an effect on the children. How that works? Unfortunately, explains. Slash in the Kabbalah explained that the neshama of the child is really created from two parents. And if there's something which isn't completely in sync between the neshamas of the two parents, so the it's going to affect in some way the neshama of the child, and therefore the child is much more likely to be a moirit, much more likely to be a rebel, not not, not not to to be obedient or accepting whatever it is. One of the middles is the Nechatsofa, which is, so to speak, if the lady tries to find the man, not the other way around. Uh, okay, so now Shaul says, I see that if you're going to be a married against me, you're going to be a rebel, then it means there's already a problem with you. And that must, that's your mother's fault, because being as she was the one originally who, who looked for me, and not the other way around, so we put in the category of Nechatsofa. And that's okay, so now I see that it's had an effect on you, that you're not a loyal son. It must be because of what your mother did wrong, so to speak, by being the one to find the husband, not the other way around. That's going to have a, that's had a bad effect on the child. So not only did he, right? So not only did the uh, the uh, tell you and enough, you're also embarrassed. And he said there's something wrong with you. It's a there's a chesaron by your neshama in some way because you're not being loyal to son. Okay, so that's a. Uh, that's a harsh thing to say to one's son. That's a very hard thing to say. So what you see, the other gets very upset about it, like you see. Now, this, so that's, but that's not yet what the point of the test was, because the point of the test was how Shaul feels about David. Not how angry he is with his son, Yenison. So that's the next person. And now Shaul goes to talk about David. As long as all the days that Benisha, the David is alive in the ground, they take on a time of Pesachah, you and your kingdom will never survive. And therefore, bring him here, he He deserves to die. So here Charles is clearly what he holds to David. He said, David's a threat. And as long as David's alive, so you're never going to become a king. There's always going to be a, a threat to your Malchus. So go, go bring him here. You let him go, you bring him back, we're going to kill him. Ben Marvisu. So Charles makes it very clear that uh, what his opinion of David is. Which is what Jonas was meant to find out, not particularly what he wanted to hear, but what he was meant to find out. <coughs> okay, so now there's just one interesting uh, added point here, and that is, would it be enough to say, For as long as David's alive, so then it's going to be a threat to your mouthless. What does it mean, <coughs> well, as long as David's alive on the Adam, where else would he be alive? Well, what, what, what is that meant to add? <laughs> Okay. Chayav <laughs> Shal didn't mean that, but uh, so what did he mean when he said that as long as David's alive on the Adama, then you won't be successful? So let's go back a little bit and study this week's Tasha. And that is, we know that the Shvatim all knew, it was clear already from the time of Yaakov Avinu, that Yehuda was meant to be the Melech, and the kings were meant to come from Yehuda. That was Yaakov's brother to Yehuda, and it's already before that, from the time of the Shaiftim. Shemari uh, said, "You heard the idea that you heard is going to be the leader." So it wasn't a chiddush, and it was well known to everybody that eventually the king would have to come from Yehuda. Uh, Shaul wasn't from Yehuda; Shaul was from Benjamin. 
Shaul was Darish Apostle. The Apostle was his Pasha, that when Hashem comes to Yaakov Avinu, when he comes back to Eretz Israel, he says, Kings will come forth from you. Now at that stage, 11 of Yaakov's children had already been born. So if Hashem says, Kings are going to come forth from you, it means it hasn't, if my child hasn't yet been born, it's still going to come. Well, the only child was born after it was Binyamin. So it must be that Hashem's promise that Kings is referring to Binyamin. And that's why the Shvatim Madarish that there has to be a king from Binyamin too. In order to make Hashem Tzavtachat that there would still be kings in the future which would come from Yaakov. But it says in the plural, it says Melachim. And therefore, they understood that there had to be at least two kings from Binyamin. There had to be at least two kings from Binyamin. Well, Shaul was the first. And now, the way Shaul thinks about it uh, is, well, if I'm the first, then obviously Yedison, who's next to nine, is going to be the second. And that if there's a Haftarchah from Hashem, Yedison is meant to be king. It was promised that two kings are going to be kings from Binyamin. So Yedis is meant to be king as well, if that's the case. David's a third king, because uh, as long as he's an app, you're not going to be able to let two kind of Tzolach and that's a problem, because there's a Haftacha that is meant to be two kings from... is meant to be two kings from Binyamin. This is exactly the same Cheshman that later on you see, that Abner had, when after Shaul dies, and, and Yedis dies, he anoints his precious as a king. Not because his precious necessarily was right for being a king, but because of the same possible. It says after two kings from Binyamin. So Shaul never imagined that he and Yenison were going to die, but he therefore assumed that the second king was going to be Yenison. And that's why he said, you have a, a Haftachi, you that you're going to be the next king. And the, and the Mela, the fact that David is, is around is just going to interfere with your being the king. Now, Yenison also knew about that Pasuk, and Yenison also knew about it before. So, and Yenison himself said to David that you're going to be the king, and I'll be your missionary, I'll be your second. Uh, which means, like the Rabbani says in Parashat Sayyichi, that it could have been Miskayim by being the mission of the Melech too. Melech doesn't have to have been as the only king, but rather he said it could have been like a vassal, like Yosef in Mitzrayim. It was also had a certain level of Malchus, even if it was underneath the authority of Parah. And that's what Yonis thought was going to happen. Yonis thought, thought even though the Melech from Yehuda is meant to be the primary king, I'm going to, I'll, I'll be the second, I'll be... I'll have a din of a melech underneath him, and that will, that will be also a king of the apostle. Shaul doesn't say it like that. And Shaul says, if you're meant to be a king, it means you're not meant to have anybody who's over you, and therefore David is a threat to you. And you know that? Shaul saw that as, a, as reason to try and chase David, to kill David, because he felt David was a threat. Now, the Chayra, uh, the point which is, isn't completely correct in Shaul's argument, and that is, no Haftacha said how long the kings of Binyamin are going to be kings for. Uh, so they could become kings before that, and they will be a king after that. It doesn't mean that, uh, that, that, that because David's alive, so then that's going to mean they can never be kings. They could be, if, as long as they'll be kings, they'll be kings. But after they'll take over the kingship. Now we see uh, that both of them, both Shal and Leitz and Ishbosheth, their reign didn't last very long. So it was Makayim the Din that they had to be kings from Binyamin, that it was fulfilled. But Lemaise, it was in David's lifetime, he outlived both of them, and he became the king after they both died. So, so if that's the case, so decide that as long as David ben Yishar is around, because king, the one be successful. They took an Atomah Well, it doesn't have to be like that. It could be that Yonis would be a king first, and David would be a king after him. Except what he's saying was, is that, is that 
you know, Tikkun, which means it won't be established. In other words, you might be a king for a short amount of time, but the fact that David Duran means your kingdom is limited because at some stage, uh, Shul already saw him as a, as a threat, as a future, as a future king who would, wouldn't allow the kingdom of Shul and Zermany to continue. Now, what he says is, all the days with Dov Ben Yisha is Chayel Adam. And he's alive in the Adam, and we asked, what do we have to say? Palemisha Ben Yisha Chay. What does it mean by the Adam? This we're going to see actually later on in the story of David. And that is, the threat only was there as long as David was in the Israel. When, you see that's when Shal traces him. When David eventually leaves Eretz Israel, so then Shal leaves him alone. In other words, Shal didn't see him as a threat when he wasn't in Eretz Israel. And, uh, but, there's always a risk to come back. And that's why the first thing Shal says, you should know, as long as David is here, on Adama, then you're, then you're not going to, you're not going to be able to become a king. There's a possibility of him leaving, but he could come back as well, as well. And therefore, uh, rather, we, 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 that's says, rather, we're going to kill him, and then he won't be a threat at all. So, here, here Shaul, besides arguing, like telling, telling of your innocent, he also says and reveals the truth of what he thinks about David. So, at that stage, really, uh, your innocent's done his job. He wanted to find what Shaul thinks about David. Shaul said it very clearly. He wasn't just in, this, in an evil spirit, in a ruach ruach, he tried to do something. No, he says very clearly, uh, David is going to interfere with. My malchus with your malchus, David doesn't deserve to live. He's a threat to the throne. So it really could have stopped him. And we'll see tomorrow, the innocent doesn't stop there. He pushes the point even more. And uh, we'll have to see why, why, what he was trying to achieve, why he did that. And by the show, then we'll, we'll, we'll finish and see with the story how it plays out. The innocent comes to the